Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. In Little Rock. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. Marcus Elliott, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city, now joined by Buzz Albright. Some call him Clint, I call him Buzz, that's all I've ever known, is Buzz Albright. Now, Buzz, how many years now for the Bush Classic? Well, you're not going to believe it, but it's 44 years. 44 years. Wow. And uh, since the golf tournament at War Memorial ended, we may be the oldest event in central Arkansas. Now, somebody may challenge me on that, but uh, I talked to the chamber, and they couldn't think of anything older than 44 years. Wow. Since that golf tournament. That golf tournament went 60-something years, and then when they closed that course, it went away. So we took over. So, yeah, it's been a long run, uh, but it's great for softball. It's great for uh, the fans here, and it's uh, great for the economy, too, because... Like this year, we've got 132 teams from 16 states, so we fill up a lot of hotels. So it has an economic impact. And then it just is a good testament to the sport of softball. And we got men's and women's teams. And this year, by the way, I'm surprised you hadn't gotten some calls, Randy. We have a senior division. I am so excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have two senior divisions and have some senior teams from Arkansas and several other states. And there's a major division and a triple-A division. And they're, you know, we they're 40s and 50s. We tried to get 60s, and we couldn't get enough 60s to have a division. But uh, but we're starting off with some seniors, and a lot of these guys on that played in the bush years ago when they were younger, and now they get to come back as a senior and play again. So they're pretty excited, and we're excited to see how that works out as well. So... Now, the ages of the seniors at like 50-plus, 60-plus? Well, it actually starts at 40-plus. 40-plus, so you know, okay. 40, you, you got 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 70. I mean, it keeps going, but there's really not as many senior teams, so a lot of times they will merge together the 50s and the 55s or the 50s and the 40s and do an equalizer where they get five runs spotted to them or an extra fielder. Now, how is that an interesting hmm. thing? you got, you know, five outfielders, I guess, so or five infielders if you wanted them. So uh, that helps equalize the difference in the ages, you know. So they've got some different rules in senior ball than we do, and uh, it's rare that you have a tournament that has seniors in with a regular tournament like this. Most of the seniors, they just play their own tournament that's just set up for them. But we tried this because so many of them are play in the bush and wanted to play in the bush and played when they were younger, and now they can do it as senior teams. So has the ladies, have they converted over to fast pitch, or is it still the conventional slow pitch, Buzz? No, it's still slow pitch. Most of the fast pitch is done in youth ball. I'm not aware of any adult fast pitch. Well, I mean, there is an adult fast pitch pro league that has, seven or eight teams around the country and they're trying to build that thing but not really on an amateur basis that would be be used in an everyday tournament other than youth so it's eight to 18 and they go off to college and then there's a lot of youth girls that just end up converting over to slow pitch so we have three women's divisions and and actually the women's conference division we have this year is a real premier event uh, we have literally teams in it from coast to coast, all the way from Florida on the East Coast to California on the West Coast. 
and all parts in between playing in our women's conference division. And it is, you know, it's to get a berth or it's to get points to earn a berth to the World Series of Softball in Florida in October. So uh, it attracts a lot of teams, and they're really uh, talented, great athletic teams. It's a fun sport. It's Rick, it's a little more like baseball because you don't have the home run dominating it. So you get a lot of singles, doubles, triples, and they occasionally get mm. some of these women can hit it over a 300 foot fence. It's just not as frequent. So uh, it's a little bit more like baseball where you've got some four to three games, eight to seven games. Every now and then a team will get hot and put double digits up, you know. But a lot of times it's, uh, it's a little bit more like baseball and that there's this more double singles, triples. Um, you know, base running and the occasional home run, you know. So uh, it's fun to watch. And then you still got big guys that come in and hit more home runs, and uh, you know, in the men's divisions. But the men's D and E divisions are still the two largest in the tournament. Uh, the D, I think, has 34, and the, and the E has 30. So that's a, a big bracket for, for those caliber players. And they play hard, too, and they're highly competitive as well. But it's also fun. A lot of fun. Now, Buzz, you also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, have had to make some major adjustments uh, this year because of some damage that has occurred to some of the fields, like Dupree Park. That's That's been a staple, and it is basically recovering from the tornado back on March the 31st. So, Will you have enough fields, and where are the games going to be played this year? Well, you're absolutely right. The weather has created several challenges. First was the tornado, which took out the free park, which was six fields, and, and I, they're still three to four months away from being able to reopen it. Oh, my. So we went over and grabbed three fields at the Maumel Diamond Complex, which has mostly been a youth complex. They, they have not allowed adults there, but the back three fields there are 300 foot. Hmm. And, and they've only played youth there. Uh, they, they had a adult Maumel League there for a few years that they don't have anymore, but this will actually be the first time they've ever let a, an adult softball tournament be played in Maumel. And we have a good relationship with the city for the youth tournament we did. But they also had a great attitude, and they knew that there was damage. They knew that Dupree was out, and the city made an exception to help us out. So we were able to grab three fields there, and we still have Burns Park, and then, of course, we have the Sherwood Sports Complex. Sherwood didn't get hit at all. Burns got hit, mm-hmm. but it got clipped some and got part of the park, but it didn't do any damage at the ball fields, but it did throw a lot of trees and stuff. And for a long period of time, they were using the parking lot there at the softball fields as a staging center, and right. it was loaded, loaded with debris. And we had to wait until mid-May to know that we were going to be able to use that complex. Wow. But they finally got that debris moved out of there and and, and put, the, I guess, at the landfill or someplace. And, you know, then they got the, the fields back up and running probably about June 1st with league play and stuff and started taking tournaments in. So uh, we've got 13 fields, but we had to lower the number of teams this year because we just had less field space. And then on top of that, we had that bad storm that came in a week ago or this past Sunday mm-hmm. and then not power out here in Sherwood. The power here to Sherwood didn't come on until this past Wednesday. Oh, my. So we were sweating whether we were going to have to be able to use Sherwood because of the electricity problem. And then um, uh, we had all sorts of problems with different vendors we use not having electricity. But finally, a lot of that got sorted through, and, you know, we're back in business. And now we've got this extreme heat. And so I'm cautioning everybody to be careful about that and – and be careful out here uh, when you're playing, particularly in the afternoon here when that heat's at max, you know. So we've got a lot of water and a lot of things to try to keep people cool, and and everybody just needs to be smart about that. So hopefully that will work out okay. Now, will all of the – once you get to the championship phase, will all of that be played at Sherwood? Yeah, we don't use Maumel or Burns on Sunday at all. Uh those games are just Friday night and Saturday, and then all of the teams that are remaining will be at Sherwood on uh, Sunday. 
and the finals start about uh, 11 o'clock on Sunday and go through about four or five on Sunday. There's eight divisions with the seniors in there. And so they're all staggered through Sunday late morning and Sunday afternoon. So it's a long weekend. Uh, it's like a hundred degree marathon is what I call it. And uh, <laughs> so, so we'll get through it and, uh, and have a lot of fun. And so if you enjoy softball, uh, come on out and enjoy it. And there's a lot of, you know, Sherwood has a lot of shade trees and a lot of pavilions. You can kind of get comfortable at Sherwood and certainly at night. Uh, when the sun goes down it's a lot more comfortable too and so hopefully people can come out and still enjoy some good softball this weekend and uh and have a good time you mentioned uh you still have the big boys that are playing and we use the term big boys because they do seem to knock it out of the park maybe not at every Mm -hmm. every at Mm -hmm. bat but one of the things that if i understand correctly also uh buzz that occurred because you incorporated the seniors uh, into the Bush Classic, you ha- you are not going to have home run derby, and that's always been such a popular thing. Yeah, the original plan was that that if you got the sixties in there, that they usually play during the day on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we didn't plan a home run derby. You know, we had done the home runs for the hungry, and it was for the food bank, right? And uh, but then when the sixties didn't fill. Uh, the 40s and 50s, they, they can't play that early uh, they because most of them still work. But the 60 and the 60 and the 65 division usually play during the day Friday. So we thought the fields were all going to be used here at Sherwood for senior play, and we didn't plan the home run derby. So we'll have to adjust to that now, and they bring it back next year. Uh, but this year we didn't didn't plan for the home runs for the hungry. But we may bring it back next year. All right, uh, in closing, Buzz, when does the Classic begin, and uh, where is play tonight? If someone wanted to come out tonight, and I'm guessing tomorrow all fields will be in operation. Yes, you're correct. So we're at Sherwood and Burns tonight, starting in about an hour at 7.30. It's a little bit later to give teams travel time, and also, again, to get a little cooler, get the sun down a little bit. And so we'll start at Burns and Sherwood on all 10 fields. You know, there's 10 fields there between the two complexes at 7.30. And the last game is scheduled for 11.15 tonight. So we'll be here somewhat late. And then we start at all three complexes, Burns, Maumelle, and Sherwood, at 8 a.m. tomorrow and just go nonstop till past midnight tomorrow. And then start back up uh, only at Sherwood Sunday at 8 a.m. So... There you go. There's plenty of time. You're, you're not unless you're asleep. You're, you can come see softball. Well, I have played a game maybe once or twice in the Bush Classic at three o'clock and four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. There were, we we do a little bit better with scheduling now. Don't quite get that late, but every now and then you get a, a particular field that might have a couple of extra inning games, and the other fields may be all done, but that one field drags on to one or two in the morning, and so. Sometimes that happens, but uh, but but hopefully we'll be better so we can get out of here by at least one o'clock. You, you need that more for your umpires as much as anything else. You know, when you think about it, the players they play, but then they get to go go get a break and they can get in some air conditioning, and get a meal. Umpires just keep churning along. I think they get every third game off, uh, and then if somebody gets sick, they might not even get every third game off or hurt or something. So. We can't wear the staff out too much, the scorekeepers and the umpires, because they're there for every game almost. And uh, and so you got to you got to give them time to take a break and uh, and go uh, and go get some some rest, you know. So so we try not to schedule any game. There's no game that's scheduled to start, uh, you know, any later than 11:30. But if you get behind and you know get into some extra inning games or some delays, then. You could get later than that. So we have a time limit now. It's 70 minutes. So that helps, too, keep things. In the old days, we didn't have time limits. And then you could get some long games with big run scores. And and so uh, it's a little smoother now in terms of how you can stay on schedule. Yeah, thanks for doing it now, you know, after all those years. (laughs) All right, Buzz. You were out there for three hours, yeah. (laughs) Hey, come see us, Double R. You're a Hall of Famer. All right, buddy. We always welcome you out here. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks. That is Buzz Albright, the uh, founder, chairman, CEO, whatever you want to call him, of the Bush 
classic. So forty-four years. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a long time to do anything. Well, forty-four years. That's Good amazing. Goodness. That is amazing. Goodness. Hey, a couple right. catch-ups here, Randy. Dominic Fletcher, yeah. former Razorback, uh, who was with the Diamondbacks earlier this year, sent down, got called back up today. So. He's back in the big leagues. He's hit about 300 when they sent him down. I don't know why they sent him down. And one of your uh, former flames, Araldus Chapman, and I do watch the Royals, even they're horrible this year, but they signed him uh, to a one-year contract. Uh, they they mean who? The Royals? The, Roy- the Royals, yeah. Okay. So he was pitching for the Royals, pitching 31 games. They're going to have a fire sale, no doubt. They're they're horrible, and they're going to get rid of any of their veterans, uh, keep their younger guys. But Chapman today was traded to the Texas Rangers, and that'll be a good pickup for the Rangers, who are in first place in their division. Chapman is four and two with a two point four five ERA, and I watch him when he comes in. Randy, the guy's thirty five years old. He's throwing a hundred and two, hundred and three miles wow. an hour still. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's pretty amazing, and I think he will. No, he's on a one-year deal. So, but the Rangers will have him for the second half of the season. Won't miss a beat. All right, let's talk with uh, Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, hello, Randy. Hey, Mike and Rick. And uh, is uh, Marcus, is Marcus still there? How about Jimmy? That? Hey, yeah. Mike. Hey, you, you know Marcus. I. You know, I, I, I um, if, if you decided you had needed to sell that fat head of uh, Jimbo Fisher, <laughs> if, 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 look, if you, if you signed it, I would absolutely, I would pay, a, I would pay a premium price because, you know, I, I make that kind of scratch. So I, I, got I, I could afford. They yeah, I mean, I like that. I got that in myself. I got one of Cam Newton. I got one of uh, Sean Foster. You know, oh. um, so yes, you would have a buyer for that thing. Wow! You know, would I get you? You would have to autograph it, though. So, are you going to contribute to the Aggie Fund then? That seventy-seven million they need if they fire him. If you, you make that oh, kind no. of money, <laughs> no, not at all. You just make enough to buy. <laughs> they a they got, they, I'm in the oil field business. I'm a pipeliner. I, I, oh yeah, you they got plenty. That, they got plenty of that money down there. there you, you know, go. Yeah, sure. they can afford anything, really. Well, I mean, literally anything. But you know, uh, Randy. This whole thing about, well, uh, you know, let's make the college game four quarters. Um, you know, it'll make the game more exciting. The, the, the game is, in the words of the great Jim Rome, if it ain't broke, don't break it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I mean, the game, the game is, is perfect as it is. Mm-hmm. It, it existed, let's forget, just before I was born, before any of you were born. You know, the, the game, there's nothing wrong with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's, there's this things wrong with the Rules surrounding the game, and the biggest one, which I agree, actually agree with Rick with, on is that we stop the sham of the whole one dumping. Let those guys go make money. That way, the guys that aren't good enough to go straight to the league, they'll come to school and they'll stay there two or three years, maybe even four. That's when the game was at its best. When those yeah. guys stayed, that you know, you got to grow with those guys, and you got to watch them play for those, you know, those many years, and that, you know they. The, the game was better when it when when that was how it went, and I don't know I don't know why they haven't changed that yet. That's got to be coming up. It's got to have some some no, kind of change. The, the the NBA has control over that, and and we thought we thought that in the new collective agreement they were going to end. Yeah. The one and done. We thought they'd come right out of high school. Yeah, we did. They did not end that, so that's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Randy. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and make it four quarters. You know what? Let, let's go ahead and let's take a baseball rule. Let's at the end of the third quarter. Let's have a third quarter stretch. Um, you know, let's let's build a let's let's build, let's build a penalty box and on, on the sideline. That way, if you get so many fouls, you have to go over there, and then you have a, a basketball power play of five on three. You know, let's just let's just change the whole game. <laughs> you know, we don't need to do that. Like I said, if it ain't broke, don't break it. Just let the guys that that aren't really there to get a degree, they can go make money straight out of the game. The guys that will stay that are going to take two or three, four years, they'll have a backup. They'll have a safety net when they do make it to the league. They'll have a degree. Yeah. You know. So uh, and that's where it used to work, and they changed it, and then they need they just need to go ahead and undo that wrong because that that just made the game worse. The college game, you know, it was so much better than what it was before. But anyways, that's all I got, guys, and uh, you guys have a good day. Thank you, Mike. I wanted Mike to stay on there so I could tell him that during the next break I'm going to take a nitroglycerin uh, tablet to keep me from having a heart attack that Mike and I actually agreed on yeah. something. So, uh, Question, you know. guys. Quick question. 
Okay. Three names. These are former Razorback football players. Okay. Which one had the best NFL career? Dan Hampton, yes. Billy Ray Smith Sr., or Joe Ferguson? The best career? NFL. Well, of those guys... Hampton and if you have someone else. Lance Allworth wouldn't Lance Allworth, Bambi. Lance Bambi. Yeah, That's probably, right. That's the other one. Yeah, he might be the one. Hampton played on a Super Bowl champion. Billy Ray Smith Sr. may have... Did he play on that Colts 50 I think he played on that Colts 50 team, that, yes. That played in, the, uh, played in the greatest game ever played. So that gives him... That gives him status. And then Joe Ferguson played the longest. 17 years. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and with, with O.J. Simpson setting historic yeah. rushing records, he averaged 186 yards per game. But Throwing. you forget about... And during a running year. I mean, a r- running era. Yeah. Don Hudson, he, even though he went to Alabama, Don Hudson. Mm-hmm. Don Hudson had a pretty good career. Well, so did Jim Benton. Yeah. When when Jim Benton retired, he was the second leading all-time NFL receiver to Don Hudson. So you got two Hall of Famers here, Hampton and Allworth, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then but but Joe Ferguson as yeah. far as overall, I mean, durability, yeah. starting quarterback for for that many years. He didn't years. start for 17 years, but he started for a He started for a, a long time for with the, Buffalo. He, he's in the Buffalo Bills Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I don't know. That, Billy Ray Smith was, one. you know, so, yeah. Billy Ray Smith Jr. Senior. played for the Colts when he was really good. Mm-hmm. Senior play, senior played quite a few. I mean, senior did. Junior played quite a few years, but was never a super superstar. No. And Joe played at Arkansas in a time where you might pass the ball ten times a game. Yeah. Well, no, Joe didn't. He passed it a lot more than that. <laughs> it sure seemed like it. All right, drive time sports. We'll continue in a moment. Everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day to Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. Hi, folks. It's David Basil out here at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. I know a lot of car dealers, but I've known Frank Fletcher for almost 20 years. He has several very successful car dealerships, and it's because of re- repeat business. He doesn't want to just sell you a car. He wants to be your dealer for life. To do that, you got to treat people like you want to be treated and listen to the customer so you know what they want. That's the secret of Fletcher Dodge success. They listen to you and they treat you right without any hassles or headaches. Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood has a great selection of new Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Rams plus Frank Fletcher's low prices. You need to shop Fletcher Dodge before you buy anywhere else. So for the best selection, lowest price and best buying experience, go see my friends at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Rams in Sherwood, or you can shop them online at FletcherDeals.com. No hassle, no stress. It's the Frank Fletcher way. Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. You need to shop Fletcher Dodge before you buy anywhere else. Call and ask for Zippy. Tell him the buzz sent you. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help us with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. J.D. Power ranked Shelter Insurance number one in customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region and number one in price. See Candace Alford in Gravel Ridge, Brian Kress in North Little Rock, or Michelle Herring in Whitehall. 
Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. It's Justin Acre for Certipro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, Certipro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at Certipro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Marcus Elliott. I'm Randy Rainwater. Joined now by a very special guest. He is the kicker for the Heber Springs Panthers, better known as Gideon Tate. Gideon, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you, sir, for having me. How are you? Man, doing great. I'm just looking over all that you have accomplished to this particular point. Uh, Two times all-conference, two times the offensive MVP. Uh, This is through, uh, I believe, soccer, though. Uh, Two times leading score and assist, 12 goals, 10 assists. That's just in soccer. And then we go to football, special teams MVP, uh, at Heber Springs as a sophomore and a junior, ranked the number two kicker in the class of 2024 by Prep Red Zone Arkansas. You have been invited to the Hawaii Tiki Bowl invite, top performer at the Prep Red Zone Prospect Tour, kicking 12 45-yard field goals in a row. Wow, even Marcus... <laughs> is impressed over that, and then you've got uh, you've had a full summer of camps. So let's start there, Gideon. What camps have you been able to attend this summer, and uh, then talk about some of the things that you accomplished while you were at these camps? Oh, sir, I've really hit the ground running this spring and summer, trying to visit as many coaches and schools as possible that have shown interest. So I've been to ten camps the last. The, the last nine weeks, including the Prep Red Zone Prospect Tour, Harding University twice, Henderson State, Arkansas Tech, UAPB, UA Monticello, UCA All-Arkansas Camp, University of Memphis, and Georgia Southern. I've really had some great experiences, and I've met some great coaches and athletes and great media so far, and I've really enjoyed it. Go ahead, Mark. Giddy, Giddy, I'm, I'm old school, and I'm, you know, some people... Notice I make fun of kickers a little bit. I'm an old-school football player. <laughs> Talk about the relationship uh, you have to your teammates. Uh, do, do you kid around with them a lot, or do they kid around with you being a kicker? Yes, sir. It, it's all a family. It's one family, one heartbeat. It's been like that since day one. We're all brothers. We all treat each other like family, and we all put the work in on and off the field. Gotcha. So when you're attending these camps, getting what what do they want to see from you? What as kickers, do you have to go through? They want to see what kind of person you are. They want to see if if you're a good kicker, obviously, and they want to see if you can do this stuff under harsh conditions and if you can do this in, like, really harsh situations and be able to hit them long. 
So how do they, they simulate? How yeah? How can they simulate the pressure? Because <laughs> there's no way that they can simulate even if you got you know guys five feet away from you or ten feet away from you, whatever it may be, screaming and shouting to any kind to the kind of pressure you're going to feel when the stands are packed and uh, the game is on the line. Yes, sir. That, that really comes to it, and that's why I go to these camps, and they really get you through that and try to do all that distracting stuff, and it helps you get better at all of that and helps you put it through that drive. So what do you do? What's your advice to someone uh, to, to handle these high-pressure situations? What's, what's your secret in dealing with them? You need to register for camp and show up and show out and take as many hands as you can and get in front of as many eyes as you can. Put in the work every day, on and off the field. I was going to ask you, what is your daily routine? Going up to the field and putting in the work, sir. Every day, almost. Now, you don't necessarily need a holder. <laughs> You've got the little, what do you want to call it? That, uh, yes, sir, the little, little, little stick and little yeah, thing. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. That holds the ball. So, what what do you think? Getting is your range. What do you what do you think you're capable? Uh, I'm consistent within the forty yards, and I'm trying to hit fifty yards consistently right now. But it'll come through time. So, do you think you can ultimately kick fifty to sixty yard field goals on a consistent not basis? Not yet, no sir. Not I'm yet. Fifty yard field goals, but not sixty yet. Yeah. So, what do you do to get stronger? Uh, I would think that's part of it, but yet you still got to maintain the flexibility so that you don't yes, pull sir. something. Yes, sir. I, you have to stay in the weight room, get that leg strong, be explosive. Do you have a? And I may have missed this. Apologize if it's repetitive. But how many kicks? How many field goals do you make each day for practice? Usually. Uh, Usually you go 12 for 12 and try to do that, and then you just move back and eat cash throughout the 45. So do you? is it the number of kicks that you try to repeat each day, or is it, uh, let's say, 30 minutes? Because you don't want to wear your leg out, obviously. So which is it? Is it the number of kicks I'll kick 50 times a day, or is it I'll spend 30 minutes? And it's nonstop kicking that way. It's the number of kicks, and it's it's kind of both, actually. And putting work in different ways, yes, sir. So, Gideon, uh, take us through, is this your upcoming, I think it's your upcoming senior year, correct? Yes, sir. What kind of goals are you setting for yourself this year, Gideon? Well, we've got a new coaching staff, and everyone seems to love it, especially me. We're, it's been full throttle. We've been putting in the work. So I, I think Heber Springs is really going to be different this year with Coach Van Pascal. He's a great coach. He is yes, a proven he is, he is a proven winner. Man. And uh, if you guys follow Coach Pascal, you'll you'll have a very successful season. All right. What yes, about sir. what about after high school? What's what are, what are your goals there? That's for God to decide. I'm going to go wherever God wants me to be. Well, I noticed you had Connecticut State on your yes, list. Yes, sir. I have, I have nine solid offers in football and soccer. That include Academy, JUCO, NAIA, D3, and D2 schools. But it would be nice to end the summer with at least one for sure D1 offer. Yep. We're in the period, we're in this odd period of time where there are kids with some COVID eligibility left, and now the transfer portal is in full swing. For high school seniors like me, especially specialists, any offer is serious. A lot of schools are purposefully holding high school offers until end of season, and that also happens to be when a new wave of transfers hit the portal again. What talk about what? How is it different? Kicking a so your 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 background is soccer. What's the difference between kicking a soccer ball? And kicking a football accurately. Oh, a lot, Steph. And there's a lot. What? What is it? Developing technique. Yes, sir. Developing technique and developing explosiveness and really good swing. Okay. Okay. I've always wondered this, and if this is a stupid question, 
then call it a stupid question. <laughs> I have watched kickers repetitively. They will take what appears to be maybe one step backwards from their holder. Then they'll go about two or three chop steps. If you're a right kicker, it's going to be to your left. Why? Why do you? What's What's the secret to that formula? What? Getting. I've never understood that. Is that just kind of like the common um, to create the right launch able uh, launch angle? And is that also giving you the capacity to build up as much momentum, given the few amounts of seconds that you got to yes, get the sir. snap back, snap down, and then at that time you need you're making impact with the football. Yes, sir. Taking your steps back is an important step of the process. It helps you develop momentum. You have to get your steps right. You have to perfect process. You have to get everything right. So who is who is the most part or both of them equal in the process? The snapper or the holder? Everybody's equal. Yes, sir. I I've always marveled at how some of the holders, the way that they'll yeah. spin those laces to yep. make sure the laces are yes, away from Dander the kicker. Lindley is very good at that. That's a trick into itself. I guess not really a yes, trick, sir. but that that. I, I'm gonna tell you, I tried that holding a little bit. Every time I did it, though, felt like I, my hand got. Yes, sir. Nathaniel Eaton and Sandra Mooney tend to get it down very good. <laughs> no wonder you have such yeah. animosities towards kickers. It hurts, man. Yeah, yeah. Mark is not always the best fan of uh, of, yeah. Uh, yeah. of uh, kickers, but uh, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, big question: Do you run sprints with the team, Gideon, or do you go inside? Uh, I go up and warm up in any team drill that we have to do. I'll participate, but I'm over there doing my own thing. Me and Chase Dill, we're over there kicking and mm-hmm. doing our punts See, and drills and everything. I'm this is where this is where the animosity comes <laughs> in, right? After practice, we have to run sprints, and you head inside, drink Kool Aid. Ah, oh, no, I got a problem. No sir, no sir. <laughs> I'll put the work in as well. Uh, I'm, I'm teasing with you, <laughs> Gideon. I know you do. He's giving you a hard time. Don't let him do that. Don't let him do that, Gideon. All right. We want to say good luck and uh, continue to keep us in the loop. You've got offers from, correct me if I'm wrong, Hendricks, Lyon College, Arkansas Baptist, Connecticut State, and then Wright State. Is that correct? And then West Bay Collegiate Academy. Okay. And Virginia Union University. Uh, I mean, you've got some options there. Are you want yes, Are you wanting to stay close to home, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. I'm going to go wherever God wants me to be. So we'll figure that out in the next few months. There you go. He's yes, attended prep prep red zone prospect camp, Harding University, uh, Henderson State, Arkansas Tech, UA Pine Bluff, UCA All Arkansas Camp. UA Monticello, University of Memphis, Georgia Southern. Who have I missed on that list? I'm pretty sure you've listed all. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Very good. All right, Gideon. Coming up on July. Coming up on July, I'm going to have a lot more. Stay tuned. All right. Well, keep us up to date, my Sounds friend. Good. And good luck to yes, you. Congratulations to you. Yes, sir. I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Gideon. Gideon Tate, by way of... Heber Springs Good kid. High School. Yeah. Good we'll yeah, never, he withstood your challenge. So. I know. We'll never get those uh, moments back to we just <laughs> committed to special wow. teams. Wow. Goodness. No, he was great. He was terrific. <laughs> Best of luck to him. All right, we'll come back. We have one segment left. Rick Schaefer, Marcus Elliott. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado and its TurboMax engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. 
Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8 even on weekends. See why we install more heat and air systems in Arkansas than anyone. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve brain health. Steps include regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, staying socially engaged, and challenging your brain with new activities. If you or a loved one are experiencing memory loss or other symptoms of Alzheimer's, seek medical attention right away. Join us in the fight against Alzheimer's. Learn more at healthyar.info forward slash bold. A message from the Arkansas Department of Health. 16 year olds, you want a recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. <sighs> Leaving for the gym so early? I'm ready to go. Since you started taking Nugenics Total Tea, you've been acting like when we met in our 20s. I feel like myself again. Lower testosterone after after turning 40 slowed me down. Nugenix Total Tea has been a game changer for me. What is it about Nugenix Total Tea that's different? Well, it's a patented key ingredient called Testofen. It boosts free and total testosterone to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. It's backed by five clinical studies. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text ORDER to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. Nugenix is the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now and we'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever. Absolutely free. Text O-R-D-E-R to 321321. That's order to 321321. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls, but when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Marcus Elliott. I'm Randy Rainwater. Let's check in with Woopig. Woopig, good afternoon. Oh, gentlemen, thank you very much for having me on. You betcha. Darn it. Didn't mean to make so much noise. And Marcus. Hey, we'll pick. You've been on a few times. Uh, You're coming on pretty strong. I like it. Well, thank you, sir. Great to be back. Hey, listen, uh, uh, Ryan Mallett, uh, he was a specimen. That, That young man, he could do about anything. He, he was uh, it was just he was an adventurer, and, and the day he died, I guess he uh, went a little bit too far. But well, he wasn't afraid of anything. He was a character. Love, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to love a guy like that. Yeah, and, teammates uh, loved him. And now that this is a slow time on drive time sports, I mean. Uh, Baseball's over. I kind of miss baseball. Baseball took a chunk out of my soul. I just wish we had more baseball. Well, there's baseball every day, and the Cubs beat Cleveland today, so you ought to be happy. They play baseball every day. You mean the Cleveland Guardians? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of happy about that. But the, the whole thing is, is, we we just had this kind of dry time here. 
So we'll see how you guys well, deal maybe we with should change the. You guys always have a lot of good input. We could change the name of the show to Dry Time Sports. <laughs> Dry Time. <laughs> well, listen, love y'all. Have a good one. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. There's a Cub fan, and he's like, it's there's nothing going on. They they got a decent team this year. <laughs> good grief. Are they going to be buyers or are they going to be sellers? I don't know. They're probably in between. I, they may not do a lot of either. They're not at the bottom. But they're not. I mean, they're not going to win the division, but they're on their way back up a little bit. Pitching's been better than anybody would dream, and offense is pretty good. Like I said, they beat Cleveland nine. I, I don't know what the final was. It was nine to nothing at one time today. All right, Mark. I, I'm I'm trying to help you out yep. on on your uh, but you know, rhetorical question on who is the greatest NFL player. You, you brought one up during the break, though. Steve Atwater. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was awfully good. Now, you, for winning championships, he'd be at the top of the list because he won two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. right? Or his teams did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he played in others that they got beat in. Mm-hmm. So. Atwater might be, be there. In, and yeah. he had, of all the Razorbacks, he probably had the most famous play. Oh, with the, the big, the big the running big back, hit. yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Akoya, Akoya, yeah. or yeah, Kansas City. That was yeah. a big, big hit. Yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, there are a lot of them that have had really good careers. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at the Pro Hogs. Hey, hey, Randy ought to bring up Hog Hanner. Who played on those Green Bay championship teams, <laughs> offensive linemen. Seriously. Right? He wasn't the greatest of all. But, but Gary really Anderson good. had a very good career. Yeah, he had a great year. He did. Two mm-hmm. leagues. Yeah. But Hog Hanna, the uh the, oh, wait a minute. the guard, he didn't hands, play for Arkansas. No. Hands down. No, no sure he did. No, wait a minute. No argument, no debate. Jason Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably so. He one. was regarded as maybe the, the best, best ever. For years, he was He'll the best be offensive of lineman in the NFL. Wow. That's he a is, great point. He is. Yeah. I hadn't even found his name yet. That's but a great, just, wow. Yeah. Just That's popped. Great, you know, because I was thinking, you know, this guy, and he's not in this class, but he played a long time. Played with the Hogs, I believe, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the pro football uh, R.C. Tillman, didn't he play? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Washington. Long time. Washington. Yeah. And Greg Cook both had long careers yeah, yeah with the, but, in the uh, NFL. But yeah, Peters. How could you say Hog Hanner didn't play at Arkansas? Well, no. Where, I'm, where I'm talking he about, got the nickname? Well, I know, but I'm talking about the other Hannah, uh, the big guard that played out of Alabama. Oh, John Hanna. John yeah. Hanna. He was yeah. terrific, no, but he's not, a, yeah. he's not a... Preston he Carpenter. Arkansas? Preston Carpenter. Preston a, Carpenter was yeah. really good yeah, in the a, pros, and so was it. But his brother Lou was probably better in mm-hmm. the NFL. Yeah, those guys were good. Fred Williams, defensive lineman with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I think he played ten or eleven years. Steve Cox had a very long career. He sure yes. did. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, yeah. Arkansas had some really good pro players. Really have. Huh. Hampton was pretty good. We already Dan mentioned him. Yeah. Dan yeah. Hampton Dan was dominant. Dominant football. Isaac Davis had a nice NFL career. Saw him a few weeks ago. Boy, he looks good. But I got to believe the man was Jason Peters. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think you yeah. may be right. You're right. He, Did he, he was any Super Bowl champions though. I don't know if he ever yeah, won Philly. He was with that Philly him? team. The, the Philly team. Yeah, he, 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 was, he was yeah. hurt. Yeah. In fact, he was. Uh, who was he playing for this past season? Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, he's still playing. Yeah. Well, he was last year. I yeah. He'll play this year. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, five years from now, he'll be in Canton. You know, it's funny when you when you start. I'm getting this right out of the media guy, 2022 media guy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for a player, like you mentioned Hog Hanner, Dave Hog Hanner. Yeah. He only played for Green Bay. Right. Like Hampton. He only played for right. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. But then right. you look at some of these other guys, and there's like 20, oh, you know, they, right. they bounced around to so many different places. Uh, Greg Horn had a nice career mm. yeah, in the National Football League. Yeah, he did. You're right. So anyway, that's just a few of the names that we were able to identify. I mean, it's fun talking about that kind of it stuff. It is. It's interesting. The, the player 
who played all those years in San Diego in the old AFL, as you mentioned, Bambi, but it had he had to go to the Cowboys, and if it hadn't Jackie, who was the who was the tight Smith. end Smith mm-hmm. that uh, dropped the ball, yeah, Jackie Smith, or otherwise he had gotten a. Did he finally get a championship ring? I don't think he got one with with the Cowboys. Yes, against didn't he? Wasn't he on that Miami team? I don't know. The team, not the Miami team, the Dallas team to beat Miami. Could have been. I don't know. Good, good question. And now they're asking what days that you're going to be on, Marcus. Boy, that's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Days we interview kickers. Oh yeah. My gosh. <laughs> Aaron, I think you planned that. Be you did that intentionally, didn't you, Randy? Yeah, he's going to be involved in all the kicker interviews. <laughs> uh, this one uh, from Eric by way of our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Eric said, let Rick know he can rest easier tonight because Stephen A. Smith survived the latest ESPN yeah. layoffs today. Ugh. Steve Young and the lady on Monday Night Football. Susie Coble. Yeah, I thought I liked they were laid off. Yeah, she was really wow. good. Yeah, man, Jalen they could have. Oh. There were a bunch of them that were laid off, and ESPN isn't it interesting? Jalen Rose and Jeff Van Gundy. Yep, they left He's Jeff there for sixteen Jeff years. Sixteen Boy. years. He was man, there. they could have saved a lot of money Gentlemen. with Stephen A. Yeah. Well, we like just Stephen had a phone a. call a minute yeah. ago from a caller that says Fred Williams needs. They appreciated you mentioning him on your list a minute ago. It sounded like his niece, Tony. Oh, hmm. good. Right. Nice. He was yep. good. He was, yep. he was really good. He was he a was tough good. guy, man. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. When you when you met him, he he looked like an NFL defensive lineman from that era. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just mm. thought, Ooh. wow, this is what they looked like. Willie Rove, but Willie, oh, but went, Willie yeah. was not a Razorback. No, no but Louisiana, Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Oh, he was man. our Kansan. He yeah. was good. Oh, my goodness. You know, you think about some of the linemen coming out of Arkansas, but Rove, right now I remember interviewing Sean Andrews, and I'm going to tell you, Sean Andrews and Peters. Peters was a tight end. Yeah. I thought In Andrews Arkansas. was the best offensive lineman I'd Probably seen. ever in Arkansas. Yes. Probably and and when when he first got in the league before you know before the problems, yeah. he was dominant. Yeah, they they really were good. both outstanding football players. I think Andrews would have been as good or better. Still remember that catch, seven overtimes. Yep, mm-hmm. that was a play that extended the game. Yep, that uh, touchdown pass, Matt Jones threw in the back of the end zone. Wow. All right, that's it. Wayne Martin. Yeah. Pat oh, Summerall. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Williams by way of Fordyce. Oh, wow. By way of Oklahoma State. Have That's a great good. rest of the night. Great weekend. So long, everybody. Football, basketball, and baseball right here on your home of the Hogs. 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. 